Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. It is Monday. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. This from dailywire.com. Georgia official doubts Senate runoff winner will be known on election night. Well, look at that. <laughs> it's, uh, is it getting hysterical at this point or sad uh, or frustrating or a little bit of all of it? But this is not surprising, of course. So Georgia has the runoff election tomorrow between Raphael Warnock, the crazy leftist, socialist, Marxist senator from Georgia, who also, as his day job, is a pastor. So uh, a, a, a false teacher of, of, of the highest order, a card-carrying Marxist, and he's a senator, manipulates people with his messaging from the pulpit or in the public square, and somehow managed to get elected in 2020 in what we all know was a corrupted election that year. And he was challenged by Herschel Walker, who's a fantastic conservative, Trump supporter, MAGA guy, great guy, upstanding citizen, would be an awesome candidate. And we're all wondering what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, sadly, I'll tell you what's going to happen. We're not going to know on election night who won because that's the way it goes now with elections. And Herschel Walker, I just don't have confidence he's going to walk away with one. I think, I think he will have won legitimately and will get more votes. But with all the voting corruption we've seen in Georgia, he's not going to win the election. It's going to go to Raphael Warnock. Georgia residents might have to wait at least one day to know the winner of Tuesday's Senate runoff between Senate Raphael Senator Raphael Warnock, Democrat, Georgia, and Republican challenger Herschel Walker. Citing record-breaking early voting turnout, one state election official predicted that the results might not be apparent on election night as he expects a close contest. We're preparing for, you know, it being a very tight race. Georgia Secretary of State's Chief Operating Officer Gabriel Sterling told CNN's Pamela Brown in a Saturday interview. I anticipate we may not know on Tuesday night. It's just, it really depends because it's up to the voters and they're, they're showing up in droves. So that's it now. This is just the, guys, this is the problem with American, the political landscape right now. It's just a foregone conclusion now that you won't know on election night so that they can do all the cheating and chicanery that they want, early voting. All this is absolutely corrupt. And that's why Herschel's not going to win. And as I've said before, I'll say again, give me a break. There is no way Georgia is anything but a blood-red Republican state, red through and through. Yeah, Atlanta is blue. I get that. Some of the urban areas. But it's surrounded by Florida, South Carolina. It's in the deep south. What is it, Alabama on the, uh, I think, on the west? Forgive my geography if it's wrong. It's red. This is ridiculous, but they're cheating, and they've got a very corrupt system in Georgia and in the other swing states. And they've, it's not even a swing state, but they found where they can manipulate these convenient election laws. And, and now we're being told, as always, just 
patting us on the head. Be quiet. Don't worry. You won't know the election results. Just sit tight until we can install our guy. A Marxist, a fake, lying, pastor, Marxist, as I said, who exploits people from his pulpit and the public square, manipulates and lies, and that's the senator. And this is going to determine control in the Senate. Unbelievable. All right. The Epic Times. Trump responds to Elon Musk's Hunter Biden revelation. Now, the re- reason I'm reading this is because I really don't want to give much airtime to this twin Twitter Elon Musk thing. I mean, it's great. I'm glad Elon Musk released all of the files called the Twitter files showing that in 2020, Twitter was uh, was censoring conservative speech on its social media platform. Uh, no kidding. What's the big revelation? I mean, the conservative media and uh, some of the liberals are obviously coming undone apart at the seams because they can't believe Elon is releasing all this and he's a maniac in their minds. And the conservatives are like, CCC told you, yes, it's finally coming out. And I'm sitting here going, what? We all knew this. We all said this in 2020. There's nothing particularly revelatory about this. And that's why I don't really want to give it credence that this is some big epiphany. We've been saying for years that they are censoring. We watched them, guys, on January 6th and and just thereafter. They started ripping conservatives off of social media. One of the biggest moments of censoring in modern history, that Trump was dumped, conservative voices all over the place were thrown off of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, shut down everywhere. It was frightening. Babylon B, Chicks on Right, a bunch of other ones I can't remember. Was it Chicks on Right? It was another one. But, oh, Libs of TikTok, that was it. Frightening. So, but we know this was going on. Why is this some sort of big revelation? They're cheating and censoring. This is what Marxists do. This is what fascists do. This is what the Nazis and the Soviets did. Anti-liberty dictators. This is right out of their playbook from the early 20th century. Why are we shocked? Anyway, I want to read Trump's reaction because that's more interesting. Former President Donald Trump responded to the release of the Twitter files this weekend, decrying what he described as official corruption across the federal government and in big tech firms. Again, to reiterate, this is why Trump is so great, because he's not afraid to say stuff like this. And any conservative or Republican or politician, whoever, who wants the support of the conservative base needs to talk like this. The same level, Trump said, the same level of fraud took place with the other big tech companies, if not even worse, if that's possible, which I agree, it was probably even worse with the other ones. Trump wrote on Truth Social, We are living in a very corrupt country, and as they are saying all over the internet, nothing will be done about it because the Justice Department and the FBI are totally corrupt. That is right. And that goes back to Obama, the eight years of the worst, most radical president we've ever had. Eight years of a Marxist community organizer in the White House destroyed the Justice Department, and all of the bureaucracy in the government. Filled it with propagandists, liberal ideologues, Marxist ideologues, and totally, permanently changed the direction 
of our government, particularly the law enforcement arm, the executive branch, FBI, and the Justice Department, and all the other tentacles. You know, and everybody's, oh, Biden, Biden, Biden. Biden's out of his mind. I feel bad. He's senile. He's an old man. He's a puppet. And he was a commander-in-chief installed by the establishment illegally. Biden's not the problem. Obama's still behind the party. Obama was the problem. Obama started the problem, and Obama continues the problem. This all is laid at his feet. I, 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 Biden's a figurehead. I couldn't care less about Biden. It could be Biden or it could be Mr. Magoo that they would have installed. But this goes all the way back to Obama. Trump continues. But they'll keep investigating, quote, boxes that were legally and openly taken from the White House, referencing the Mar-a-Lago issue, that he, quote, unquote, stole files. Great, good for him, doubling down and saying, I didn't do anything wrong, nothing was illegal. It was all on the up and up. They were legally and openly taken from the White House. Trump continues, does anybody notice that the lamestream media is refusing to report about even a simple mention of the Twitter revelations, he asked. Watch closely. You will see barely a mention. We have a corrupt media, the likes of which has never been seen before, but fear not, we will make America great again. That's inspiring. I don't know. He's confident. He's confident he's going to run and win. I hope if he can somehow get around all this election fraud. But I love the inspiring confidence. That's why we want him back, running again. His comments were prompted after Twitter owner Elon Musk posted and endorsed journalist Matt Tabby's The Twitter Files thread, which detailed alleged attempts by Twitter's former management to suppress the New York Post's October 2020 report about Hunter Biden's laptop and his alleged business connections to then-candidate Joe Biden. With weeks to go before the 2020 election, Twitter censored the New York Post report, prevented users from sharing it in direct messages, and the New York Post was locked out of its account. So, but we all knew that and saw that. And everybody's like, when's the investigation going to come on the Hunter Biden laptop and Hunter Biden corruption? It's not. It's not. Guys, wake up. They cheated in 2020, stole the election. The duly elected president was ushered out and sent down to Florida to live in his private home as a private citizen. And the usurper-in-chief, Joe Biden, was installed as a puppet leader for the worldwide left and the American left and the establishment. All right, this story is hilarious. Fox News. This came out last week, maybe you heard, but I got to address it. Biden's non-binary nuclear official charged stealing women's luggage at an airport. <laughs> okay. What is non-binary? This is so stupid. A guy who says he's maybe a girl and got appointed to a sub-executive, low-level bureaucratic post in nuclear waste management was stealing women's luggage. Hey, maybe you should have wondered about his non-binariness, that it was speaking potentially about his moral character or lack thereof. Non-binary Biden nuclear official charged with stealing women's luggage at airport Brinton faces up to five years in prison and $10,000 for allegedly taking another person's luggage. Listen to this story. Sam Brinton, a senior energy department official, was charged with stealing a traveler's luggage in the Minneapolis airport in September, shortly before quietly taking a leave of absence. So this guy's a petty thief, and he was all celebrated because he dresses like a chick. Brinton, who serves as the DOE's deputy assistant secretary, for spent fuel and waste disposition. What? Can we take a moment and stop right there? What is that? 
Why do we have that? Why do we have any secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition? Meanwhile, an assistant, meanwhile, a deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition. On the one hand, why do we have a non-binary guy appointed to government who is a petty thief, a position of authority, clearly mentally unstable? On the other hand, who cares? Because what is that job? And why don't we just get rid of it? But this is the bloated government we have. So I'll repeat again. The Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition, which is a non-job being paid tons of taxpayer dollars. He allegedly took a Vera Bradley suitcase worth over $2,000 from the luggage carousel at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport on September 16th, according to a criminal complaint filed on October 26th in Minnesota State Court. Britain had traveled from Washington, D.C. to Minneapolis that day. After the suitcase's owner alerted police, officers reviewed video surveillance of the carousel and identified, ooh, look at this, Brinton taking the luggage before removing its tag, identifying the owner, the court filing stated. So he grabs it and rips the tag off on video. Law enforcement observed Britain using the luggage during at least two other trips to Washington, D.C. Then, on October 9th, Britain denied stealing anything when a police officer called to discuss the incident. So he's a liar, too. He confirmed still possessing the suitcase. If I had taken the wrong bag, I am happy to return it, but I don't have any clothes for another individual, Britton told the officer. That was my clothes when I opened the bag. Two hours after the phone call, Britton called the officer back and apologized for not being, quote, completely honest. But Britton said it was a mistake and blamed being tired for taking the wrong bag at the carousel. This is our government and its officials. The defendant said when they opened the bag at the hotel, oh, they, you have to say they, because he's non-binary. I'm not doing that. Well, for humor's sake, I'll read what it says. Defendant said when they opened the bag at the hotel, they realized it was not theirs. What is wrong with our society? These are legal court filings. Defendant got nervous people would think they stole the bag, no kidding, and did not know what to do. Defendant stated they left the clothes from the bag inside the drawers in the hotel room. Give me a break. Britain was ultimately charged with felony theft of a movable property without consent. So he was placed on leave. And this is the guy that they celebrated because he was the first ever non-binary official. Yes, first ever non-binary petty thief official. This is now the U.S. government. By the way, the EPA is giving $13 billion from the Inflation Reduction Act to fight climate crisis and advance environmental justice. That's right, because global warming and climate change is racist. Little bit of a Monday follies for you there, and uh, I don't usually do this, but we're going to have to give a flamethrower award to Sam Brinton, the federal government's most famous petty thief. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Stay vigilant. Stay MAGA. See you tomorrow.